welcome to Almighty Pod. This is episode number 17. My name's Tom, and I'm joined as I am every week by Chris Wright. How are you? I'm good, Tom. How are you? Yeah, very good, thank you. And I'm also joined by Mr. Samuel Taylor. Are you well? I'm very well. How are you, Sam? Very well, thank you. Very good. Very good. Uh, what have you boys been up to this week? It's the end of the school term, so me and Chris... School's out. now got six weeks off. It's so weird, isn't it? Well, after having yeah. 15 weeks of nothing, but... Good old day again. Nothing, mm-hmm. yeah. Very bizarre. How was, was your last week, Chris? Well, it was the first time I've been in school all week. I was very tired last night. I was sat next to Sam asleep, <laughs> watching the football. Half past nine. I know. Oh, that's nine, wow. Yeah, I'm not used, not, not used to it, Tom. Doing his weird breathing. Doing my weird sleeping breathing. <laughs> no one wants to hear that. You also do it on the podcast from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> it's an absolutely nightmare to edit. That's when I get bored, obviously. Fall asleep. For anyone who's wondering, it takes me about a couple of hours to edit these podcasts. And <laughs> it's not that we cut out much of what we say, it's just me having to silence Chris every time he's not speaking. Because <laughs> he's like... <laughs> <laughs> into I, the microphone. Right. There's a reason. I have small adenoids. They're like so you can explain that, mate. I don't know what they are. There's nostrils. things in my nose. No, no, in, in the top of your nose. You don't have right. quite small nostrils, to be fair. I do have small nostrils. I have a small nose. Very small nose. <laughs> so quite a large face. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah, but would you rather have a big nose and a little face or a small nose and a big face? I'd rather not breathe like you. <laughs> Honestly, me, both me and Sam have... I'd like the, normal size adenoids, please. That's what I'd like. <laughs> <laughs> we both shared a room with you. At oh like man. conferences and events and things, and it's oh honestly, gosh. it's an absolute nightmare. I have to when we went to Romania <laughs> on like that missions trip, I had to give you my iPad so you could be entertained for half an hour playing some yeah. pool. After yeah. <laughs> me and Tom, me and, me and Tom well, went I fell asleep. Me and Tom went on one of those really important Christian mission trips, <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, the first night Tom went no sleep because of my snoring, so I had to then yeah. let Tom go to sleep yeah. before I went to sleep. But Sam, you're not. You're not perfect either. Oh, no. You I mean, make the weirdest noises. Very strange noises. Sleep. Yeah. yeah. The, honestly, the Chris weirdest has, noises. You have the volume, Sam. You've got the, I don't even know what I'd call it. Amusing no, content. I, no, yes. I, had, I, had, I knew nothing about this until we were staying around our mate's house one night watching the Super Bowl. Mm. John doesn't finish till three, so me and you slept in the living room. Did. Four in the morning, all I can hear is... <laughs> 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 yeah, I couldn't, it was bizarre. Yeah. Absolutely bizarre. Sorry, mate. I thought, because we had it at the group holiday as well with the youth group when we went to win, all the leaders in a room, and it was like this symphony of Chris on one side <laughs> shaking the walls with his snoring, and then Sam, I thought he was crying, and it's like, it was bad. And then the occasional Joel opening his coat can three in the morning. <laughs> Joel seems to get a shout out on this every week. I know. Yeah. It's all always to do with coke. We should probably just get him on, shouldn't we? We'll have him on as a guest. Yeah, but so. he's not actually that interesting, is he? <laughs> <laughs> well, so far we've had experts. <laughs> You're an episode on Coca-Cola. <laughs> All of our guests have been experts in a certain field, so we'll just have to find something Joel what, knows Coca-Cola? Like Coca-Cola. Our friend Joel is addicted to Coca-Cola. So, um, we'll get him He's in. currently on... He's a 12-can-a-day man. Yeah. That's midweek. Wait till the weekend comes. <laughs> <laughs> have you been up to anything else fun this week? No. I think, I think it's been a weird week, because knowing that next week's summer holidays... Yeah. And like we've been we've been planning our trips away, mm. which obviously look very different. So, Sam, I've heard you started running in the past few days. Yeah, it's it's not very nice, is it? No, <laughs> I mean it's horrible. No. The first few back overrated. Oh man, are, do, are, are you been, are you in pain th- anywhere? Am I in pain? Mm. Well, I asked Alicia to rub me calves yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know I was wondering what you were going to say. Yeah. Rub your calves. She wasn't very impressed. <laughs> what, because you she had, had, to ru- she had to rub your calves? She, she did a terrible job. Oh, dear. I, 
See, when I went running years and years ago, <laughs> it was um, it was it was my knees. Yeah, it's my my feet are horrible. Like I've got flat feet. Oh, I don't man. think I got the right trainers. No. You, well, you need to, to run go. on grass. Did if you, you run on grass, you inspired me to go on. Um, well, you've been running as well. I went on Monday, I think. I feel left out. I'm gonna have to go and for a uh, run. Oh, it was all, I used to be like all right at running. But I was. I've not done any exercise for four months. I went. I went on Saturday, and I started out and was like a minute in. I was like, "This is great." I mean, and then I was absolutely blowing, and I it was horrible. Mm. And then basically walked the rest of the way home. <laughs> but now I'm just painfully slow. But at least I can. Yeah, that's it. Keep going. I feel left out. I'm going to start running. Do it. We'll, be going well we got football in a few weeks. It's true. Yeah. I got invited to join a game of football today, in fact. Wow. Started back already. That's why I think I did it, because one, you'd done it, so you'd inspired me to go. Also, knowing that five aside coming back. Yeah. Well, one of the, turn up well like for me, this. the biggest concern was this week, when I've been going to school throughout lockdown, we've been able to wear our own clothes. Mm. This week, I've been having to wear business wear, shirts, mm. suit trousers. So on Wednesday, I was in blind panic as I was trying to find some clothes that will be suitable. <laughs> And now I'm happy with my trousers. Yeah. Trousers are fine. A couple of my shirts. They're now what people call muscle shirts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got no muscles, so it doesn't help. So, so I've got to, I've got to, sh- I've got to shed a few pounds over summer before mm. September. Yeah. Before the kids come back. We should all take them photos now. You know where? Not. We'll not share them to the public. <laughs> you know, like the before and after. What topless photos? <laughs> yeah. Before and after. Just so we can like monitor the improvement week by week. Although you found some weird photos, didn't you, not long ago? I did. I've been scouring the depths of our church's website this week to try and. I don't know, there's not much else to do at the moment. So, <laughs> uh, so Chris and Tom, as you've probably heard on this podcast, did an internship at our church way back when. So one of the it, one of the first photos from the website actually yep. is photos of Chris and Tom when you were 18. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. You look very. I mean, both of you look incredibly different. Yep. To what you look like now. Yeah, I was about four stone lighter. Yeah, me too. Tom was as well. That that was was like now. That was. <laughs> Tom was about. I was eight. on health. Tom, you were about skinny. six stone. You were. Nah, oh, well, I was about eight and a half, nine. Eight and a half stone. Although yeah. the style is still the same, hairstyle is fairly similar. Yeah. Mm. Chris back then was still a button up all the way. Yeah. And Tom was still a round neck t-shirt. You could share mm. these photos, Sam. We could share these photos. Put them on Twitter. People can see what I look like. Yeah. Four stone lighter and beardless. Beardless, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Very strange. Very oh, uh, uncomfortable. My sister told me all that something, but I can't say what that is. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to say something. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I started Game of Thrones this week. Just Did as you? a quick just aside. Happy. You succumbed to the pressure. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure what to do. And then I thought there was like hundreds and hundreds of episodes, which put me off. And then I learned there was only like 70. So I mm. thought, you know what, I'll do it. I'll take the plunge. It's been all right so far. Yeah, it gets better. A lot of naked people. Yeah, a lot of naked people, but... It, that stops after season two, so okay. don't worry. Good. Chris has been living with us over lockdown, and one of Alicia's favourite things about Chris living with us is that she can now have somebody to talk to about TV these shows. sort of TV mm. programmes. Mm. She doesn't have to watch Match of the Day now to be relatable to Sam. That's true. <laughs> she can watch <laughs> Game of Thrones and talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> Although you watch some strange stuff, mate, to be fair. Like what? Stuff that are not, not being you know, stereotypical about genders here. Stuff that mainly women watch. Mate, I love a rom-com, a sitcom. That's my... What, what is it? Grey's Grey's Anatomy. What's that about? Hey. Holby City Mate, for Americans. You're, at, you're outnumbered in the Grey's Anatomy conversation. Holby City for Americans. I watched it for a long time and then it just became... I realised what it was after 13 seasons. <laughs> <laughs> Start watching it. After episode 300, I decided this is not for me. 
That's true. <laughs> it's but, the sort uh, of thing, I'm sure you've got series like this that you've invested so much time into yeah, that you yeah. don't feel like you can now just EastEnders. leave it behind. But you just... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't still watch EastEnders. Well, like, in my no. house, when I was a kid, the rule was, seven o'clock, mum and dad controlled the TV. Yeah. So it was either go upstairs and fight Ollie for the PlayStation yeah. or just sit and just watch the one show followed by EastEnders. But not now. Yeah, but you I was still watching standards, do you? I've got to know what Phil Mitchell's up to. <laughs> Is he still in it? Yeah. I once went to a nightclub to meet him. <laughs> he did not. He <laughs> did not. A, Phil Mitchell was a guest at a nightclub, so me and my mates went. Wow. Queued up for an hour to have a photo of Did Phil. he live up to expectation? What did he say? All right. What? <laughs> that was it. That's basically all he said. Did he smile for your picture? No, he did for the picture. He's very small. Is he? Yeah. I thought he was massive. No, he's tiny. Wow. All right. That's disappointing. He's, he's a bit stocky, small Phil. but he's um, pretty tall. There you Wowzers. go. Very small Phil. <laughs> so, <laughs> has anything else happened this week? Anything of note? Um, yeah, something eight months ago, I lost my wallet, right? Now, I cancelled everything because it was gone. I'd yeah. been to various restaurants I'd been to, been to the pubs that I'd been to, mm-hmm. been to the shops I'd been to, everywhere trying to find my wallet because there's some important stuff in there. Mm. Bank cards. Did that Turkish man have it? No. It had my bank cards, I had my driving license, more importantly, I had my Nando's card. So uh, all I didn't have an account with Nando's, I just had my card. So that was a big Ricky deal. Era. So Terrible. I was trying to find my wallet, nothing, nowhere. I, li- I emptied my car, took the seats out, couldn't find it, gave up. So it just made you with, I was one of the millennials who just has a bank card stuck in a phone case. Mm. And that was all I had. Didn't even have a license. Probably should have had. I hope no one's listening. Who's law? Anyway, so <laughs> who's law? Yeah, law enforcement. Oh right, sir. <laughs> not like Jude, Jude Law. <laughs> so Jude Law. <laughs> hey, he could be listening. Anyway, so that's it. I, I came. I got used to the fact I didn't have a wallet anymore. Now work. Obviously, things in school are looking different. We're no longer allowed in our office altogether, so we're all being moved. So they were cleaning out my desk. You didn't find it. Your desk. No, no. And they moved the safe that was in our office, and it was behind the safe. I was like, what the heck is it doing behind the safe? People in my office, mm-hmm. you, you're not allowed to have your wallet on your desk because right. of kids and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I have my wallet on my desk. So to teach me a lesson, yeah. they hid my wallet <laughs> and I forgot they hid my wallet. <laughs> did you tell them that you lost it? Or not? Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't tell everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did say, like, a person who works opposite me, I was like, can't find my wallet. No, nightmare. He's like, oh, no, no way. Oh, no. And that was it. And then they found it <laughs> two days ago. And I forgot how much having a wallet in your pocket sucks. Yeah. So what, what was in there that is still of use? Did he cancel everything? Cancel everything. My driving license. Right. Although my address has changed, so that's a bit useless. Yeah. And uh, Nando's card. Cancel that? No, I didn't cancel <laughs> Nando's card. So there's, hey, there's, a, there's half a chicken on there. Hey, there you well, go. a whole chicken probably with yeah, its 50% off. New, hey. Yeah. There you go. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Feed himself for a week. Um, yeah, that's about it. So you were essentially pranked by Well we had a bit we had a bit of prank wars at the start oh. of the year. And I've not done a prank since. Mm-hmm. So I need to get I need to set my game up now. So come September. Oh, yeah. War. I can give you some inspiration. Um one of my it probably is the peak of all the pranks that I've ever done. Is this you, is this a confession now? Yeah, well yeah, I guess this is a confession because it, the guy does know that it happened to him, but it's really funny. So it was John that I lived with at uni, little, little John. John. Little John. Little John. Good guy. We'll get him on soon as well, because he'll be a good yes. Um We did many things to him throughout the year. <laughs> <laughs> this is just the best thing. He, um, I found this website, basically, where you can send an email to someone, and you can 
like write whatever email address you wanted to pretend to come from. <laughs> so I thought, um, we just had letters through the other day saying you need to register to vote, otherwise you could be prosecuted. Like not something very serious, but I thought I'll I'll take this and go even <laughs> further with it. So I emailed him from like elections at gov dot whatever, <laughs> and basically they wrote this really official email that said um, you've not registered to vote by this date. You've uh, you passed the deadline now. Your court hearing <laughs> will be <laughs> coming through shortly. Um, you could be liable to up to like five grand death, <laughs> five grand fine, or oh, a year wow. in prison. <laughs> <laughs> so he was. We came in that evening, and he was bricking it. And he told us <laughs> he was like, "Boys, I've just had this email through. What do I do?" But I'd written. I was like, I don't, "What I don't want to happen is he just calls." Yeah, Liverpool yeah, yeah. Council, and then they, he finds out. So I wrote on the email, do not contact us, this could make everything worse. <laughs> but he did it anyway, he rang the council, oh, no. this is the best thing, right? He rang up and was like, I've not registered to vote. <laughs> but um, it says I could be prosecuted, and like FaceTime in jail, what do I do? <laughs> so I thought at this point, oh, like prank over. <laughs> Apparently the woman at the council was like, yeah, you could, yeah. <laughs> I'd, uh, I'd try and register if you can, like, I can register for you. So he registered on the phone. <laughs> and then um, we thought we'd take, like, go even further. So we the next week, we sent an actual letter <laughs> with the logo on the envelope and everything <laughs> saying, um, you, this is, like, your court date. You are going to go to prison. <laughs> and he was, like, really upset about it. It's so funny. And then he basically said, I had to tell his um, girlfriend at the time that, what was going on? Oh no! Because she was like really worried about him. <laughs> <laughs> and he basically, I think he went. He like used to meet up with his pastor at his church because he, just as you do, and he uh, he brought it up in this like prayer meeting and one to one with his pastor. <laughs> said that he was really worried about what he could face <laughs> <laughs> for not registering to vote. <laughs> um, so he said him and his pastor sat there and prayed about it. <laughs> For like a good 10 minutes. (laughs) And then his girlfriend knew that he couldn't take it anymore. So after the prayer, rang him and said, (laughs) it's all made up. (laughs) What an answer to horrible. I was like, prayer works. (laughs) (laughs) That is horrible. Wow. That was one of the many things he did to John. Very funny. So I think people now understand. When I used to get in trouble for things, Mm. it was normally Tom's idea because that's what he's capable of. Well, yeah, the essence of a good prank is you come up with the idea and then put someone else's name on it. The thing is, that's been quite well known for a while, but yet you still seem to get in trouble for all the yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Even though everyone knows that it's most likely going to be... So whether it's Chris Wright's name or Liverpool government, <laughs> <or> whatever, <laughs> you always put someone else's name on it and make it look official. That is, wow. That's a tough prank, that is. Yeah, really good. I really might good. borrow that for the office at work. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I only paid like £2 to send that email from a fake account. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely worth it. Has there been anything important going on this week in the news? Corona or non-corona related? Very important things in the news. Oh, well, let's get week? COVID out of the way. Okay. Um, Boris Johnson has said, we should be back to normal by December. Yeah, but what's normal? Like but Normal, normal. No masks? Yeah, yeah. You can Foot- go in everyone's house, hug yeah. everyone. Um, going to football games, going to they're, gigs. They're trialling some big... Sports games, I think, yeah. through the summer. Yeah, trial and big sports games to see how people how test and trace works. But they're aiming for the autumn for sports games to have fans back in, aren't they? Yeah, oh, awesome. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, um, I think a lot of that has been pushed by the new stuff this week mm-hmm. regarding the vaccines. 
Mm-hmm. We had some positive news on the vaccines. Um, people have been showing some really good signs who've been who've been the human trials. Yeah. So maybe that's a bit of a push for it because it looks like we may have some sort of thing to fight the virus that's not just socially distancing. Mm. Um, so some positive things. Um, I wouldn't like hold my breath too much about it, but we'll see. We might have a normal Christmas. Might have a normal that would be good Christmas. If there's no second peak. We have to wear masks from next week in public. Oh, yes. It's going to be a pain. Yeah. Um, but obviously, it's worth it. Yeah. Going to the supermarket is getting... I can't, I can't deal with it now. I'm done. Went wow. to Asda the other day. Yeah. And I have a cut on my thumb. Didn't realise. Put the sanitizer on. I literally <laughs> yelped <laughs> in the middle of the foyer. <laughs> like these kids looking at me. Oh, and man. the security man just goes, huh, he's got a cut <laughs> on his thumb. <laughs> And then everyone's answering states to be fair. I know. And then you walk down the aisles and you got the arrows. Yeah. And like I walked down the aisle, realised I was wrong halfway through. Yeah. And there was this old couple just staring at me with masks and gloves on. And I was like, oh, they're being like really good with the PPE. And they were like proper judging me and weren't gonna move. So I had to turn around, go back round. I can't deal with it anymore. Yeah. The thing that's, that's difficult is that everyone has such different like approaches to it, don't they? So yeah, you yeah. can't there's no like, this is the right way to be in a shop because everyone's just mm. and I think doing their what, own thing a bit. I, I That'll be the good thing about the mask is that at least yeah. those people who are really fearful will feel a bit safer because yeah, yeah. they'll see everyone else around them. And I was having, having this do. discussion with someone about how come you can, you don't have to wear a mask in the supermarket but you don't have to go to a pub or a restaurant. And I think I think, I think think the main reason is you have to go to shops. Yeah, People have no choice but to go to yeah, shops. Yeah. You need something, you have to go. So you need to make those places as safe as possible. Whereas if you choose to go to a restaurant yeah. or a pub, that's your own discretion. But yeah. um, so that's happening. There we'll are see how people, it gets on. Apparently, there's been something on TikTok where young people have been dressing up as old people and then wearing a mask across the face. Yeah. So that you can't tell how old they are to yeah. buy alcohol. To buy alcohol. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. Um, we should. This is bad. We do not condone that. We do nope. not condone it. If you're doing that, you should stop immediately. But it's funny. Yeah, we do think it's funny. It is funny. <laughs> 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 so that's gonna have a cartoon. We have those two kids and like a massive coat, yeah, yeah. wobbling <laughs> yes. through. <laughs> um, also in the news this week, um, concerns have been raised over the safety of a rare bird of prey, which has been spotted in the Peak District National Park. Oh, very interesting. Um, the bearded vulture Wowzers. has been spotted usually in the French Alps, mm. but it's obviously come over here. I think they do that for changing weather and stuff Change like the that. Scenery. Change the scenery, <laughs> uh, but. One thing they are worried about is that area is an area where people can hunt for birds. Okay. So they're very worried that someone's going to shoot the bearded vulture. Very rare bird. It's just one? Yeah, just one. Oh, right. It's only yeah. been in the UK once before. Mm. Spotted. So they're really worried. Mm. Telling people to Don't shoot birds for a while. Shoot them. It's, it's like not usually here, yeah. but the place has been found is the most central point in the I country don't. you can possibly <laughs> get. Yeah. So they, they reckon they'll fly back to France in a few weeks. Yeah. But they're really worried that Just people are going to shoot it. Just see for a short break over Short break. Summer holiday. <laughs> nice for holiday, the Peak District. Yeah, really yeah. good. Um, it's chosen well. I think it waited till the air bridges were available yes. for it to came over. <laughs> Didn't have to quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> a law-abiding vulture. <laughs> we will have to quarantine in its tree when it gets back. <laughs> it will have to wear a mask, though, won't it? Yeah. to get food. It's got a beard. Don't need one. <laughs> 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 It also, something very interesting. Obviously, we had David Wilkinson on previously mm. in the in the series. Yes, Go check did. his episode out. Something interesting that's happened in space. A star. <laughs> no, because David re- <laughs> represents the whole of space. Yep. David represents space from, from now on. Big Dave. No, a star has been sent hurtling across the galaxy after un- undergoing a partial supernova. So, obviously, at the end of a star's life, mm. it explodes. Mm. turns into a black hole, but it didn't explode enough, and it just sent it flying off through space. So 
people have been able to see that, which is lovely. Wow. Very exciting. And the biggest news story of this week, <laughs> tragically, Orlando Bloom and Katy Perry's dog have gone missing. <laughs> <laughs> what was it called? It had a funny name, didn't it? Yeah. Mighty. Mighty. Mighty the dog. It's gone missing. Mighty so dog. There was a, a plea on Twitter for people to share. You know, like when people say, oh, it's gone missing, you share it on social media. Yeah. Shared, hon. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so I shared it for them. Stoke on Trent. If, anyone it, if you click on that post <laughs> that they shared, or whatever, whatever the news article was, and you go down that, all the comments underneath, it's li- just like, shared Bolton, shared Rotherham, Rotherham. shared, honestly. Like, Chris was so proud of himself that about 10 seconds after he tweeted, we were having Chinese with a friend yeah. in our living room, and uh, he said, Phoebe, do you follow me on Twitter? At which point she said, no, which was amusing in <laughs> itself. I was very sad at that. You didn't think you made that up, did you? No. And then she th- he then said, Go look at my tweet. I'm dead proud of it. Shared it from Stoke on Trent. So go. anyone in Stoke sees a missing dog called Mighty, it's Orlando Bloom and Katy Perry's. There you go. So that's the news. Of Shout Mighty. Is there a reward? Hey? Is, Is there, there a reward? Don't know. There could be. I hope so. Maybe it's free tickets. Oh. To what? Katy Perry's <laughs> gigs. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe. Cinema tickets for whatever Orlando Bloom and film is. I'll pass. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the end of your news? Because I've, I've got Go two. On then. I've got a Drop story news or two. In. Wow. Um, okay. I found this in the uh, in the Daily Mirror in the weird news section. Oh, the weird news. Wow. Um, in a video shared to TikTok, Brittany McKillop joked how this was something only a mum of boys will understand, and she explained. Last year, I'm on the phone to my partner, and my five year old comes out looking really worried and walking really funny. After she cut the call, her son told us that he had lost his marble. <laughs> <laughs> so she thought, Oh no, they're gonna have to go to the hospital. While they were sat waiting at the hospital, she asked her son where the marble had gone. Any guesses? <laughs> <laughs> Up his bum. Up his bum hole. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Found out at the hospital. And she said, why did you put it there? I said, well, mum, I wanted to keep it safe. <laughs> at which point she said, it's not a pocket. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> of all the things to say, why would you say? Uh, it's not a pocket. It's not a pocket. <laughs> Um, so the doctor said anyway they could help and they try and get it out so they took it took the guy through to the x-ray room and before they did anything to take this x-ray to see where it was apparently he just pulled his shorts down bent over and it popped out and rolled along the floor <laughs> <laughs> oh wow brilliant okay um, so for the more serious side of today oh. I thought we could chat about we, we started a few weeks ago this idea of misconceptions that people have or preconceptions I'm not sure what's the right word I think both were. I think they're both good um, about the Christian faith that are wrong or that get in the way of people accessing faith um, and we spoke about we spoke about science with Big Dave we spoke about <laughs> um, Christians being weirdos yep. the other week mm-hmm. what did we speak about last week the Kasabian guy yep. um, about forgiveness about forgiveness and so this week what I was thinking about was what how people think Christians share their faith because obviously it's really important that um, as Christians were called to communicate yep. the, what we believe to be really good news with other people um, and the, the preconception is that either Christians ram it down people's throats in a way that is like aggressive and um, intrusive, or that they do it in a very strange way, standing on street corners with odd signs, yeah. shouting, turn or burn, <laughs> turn or burn. <laughs> to a crappy speaker system yeah. as everyone walks past. Uh, but before we do that, I thought we'd have a bit of a bit of fun with this theme of communication okay. nice. in, with an activity that I've not warned you about. Oh dear. Oh. I have here two packs of marshmallows. Oh, you might nice. guess where this is going. Great <laughs> stuff. 
And what I want to do is play a little game that we've done mm-hmm. with some of the youth. Nice. Of our church as well. Um, where I want you to choose someone to call, okay? Someone that you think will be funny. It could be an elderly member of your family. It could be <laughs> a friend. It could be someone, I don't know, anyone. You've got to get them to say a certain word that we'll choose okay. with a mouthful of marshmallows, but you can't say that word to them. Okay. Oh, no. So I'm going to give you some marshmallows. Who wants to go first? Chris or Sam? And I'm going to time to see who, who wins this. I'll go first. Okay, Chris. Who are you going to call, Chris? I call your granddad. <laughs> right, go on, call your granddad. That'd be funny. <laughs> this is all me and badly. <laughs> Try it. Well, I don't, well, I've got to ask him. Well, we, me and Sam will choose a word. What do we want? Okay. What do we want Bob to share? Let's say spinach. So, spinach? You've got to get your granddad to say spinach. Know. What? So you can't say the word spinach, but you've got to get him to say spinach. Okay. And when he does... You can spit all these marshmallows Spinach. out. Spinach? We'll see how long it takes. How many marshmallows have you got to put in my mouth? As many as it takes to be uncomfortable. <laughs> One. Call your granddad then. Put him on speaker. Chris has just eaten the marshmallows. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll start the timer when he picks up. The marshmallows are going in for those that can't see. Let's see his well, granddad say spinach. Exactly. <laughs> Come on, granddad. It takes him a while to get to the phone. Here we go. Hi, granddad. Hello. Who are you? Yeah, are you? I'm good. Pardon? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, I'm just eating. Are you? Yeah. I'm, do, I'm doing a quiz. What food did Popeye used to eat when he wanted to be strong? That's good. That's good. Uh, it was green, wasn't it? Some sort of like plant. It was, uh, yeah, it was... Uh, Quick, there's a timer on this quest. <laughs> Is there? Yeah. It's great content. Like a plant, wasn't it? Like a leaf. Supposed to make him strong. Yeah, it, it was like a leaf, wasn't it? Yeah. Give him some more clues. It was like, it sounds like an itch. An itch? Yeah. <laughs> it begins with an S. On the tin that you used to eat out of. You're trying to go spinning. What's the plant that's like when you go spinning? <laughs> What? Yeah, I don't think you know, do you? Where's the back of me? Back, back your cupboard. Back of my mind. No, not the cupboard. No. <laughs> Spinach. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. I've got that down. I write that down. Cheers, Grandad. Okay, mate. I'll see you in a bit. <laughs> Try. Wow. Good effort. Wow. I thought you were going to have to call it there. I might have edited that so it was quicker on the actual podcast because that, in fact, lasted. Two minutes thirty exactly. Two minutes. Two minutes thirty wow. from when he picked yeah. up. So right, you've, I think right. you've got to call someone who's elderly. Someone elderly. Yeah. I was going to call Joe for a similar level of intelligence. Yeah. True. Ring Joel. This is his chance. We've, this is his chance to redeem himself. Don't under underdo the uh, marshmallows. Oh, yeah, yeah. Can I just eat these marshmallows? Though? Is that all right? Uh, wait till Sam's stuffed his face and then he can eat what's okay. left. Joel, who gets slagged off every week. This is his first official. First official appearance. Hello. Hello, can you put Joel on, please? Thank you. <laughs> Are you okay? What accent? Yeah, sorry. Hi, Joel. Um, I'm doing a quiz with Chris and Tom. Okay. I'm thinking about uh, a salad leaf, and the a sal- a salad leaf. The a salad leaf. Yeah, it's green. Um, salad leaf. <laughs> yeah. jo- Joel doesn't know anything about salad. Uh, I, I just can't. <laughs> I, I just can't think of the name. I think it begins with F. 
Alexis. <laughs> what? Alexis? I think it begins with F. For some put it? Spin it. Yay! Oh, no. Fuck away. Okay, I'm very confused. Bye, Joel. Bye. That, that was fair. That was fair. Joel thinks lettuce starts with S. Begins with S. Lettuce. <laughs> well, that, that, that was a very admirable one minute seven. Thank you so, so much. So one minute 23, less than it took. You to get your granddad to say I'm it. I'm surprised my granddad said it, to be fair. I'm surprised you all knew what spinach was, to be honest. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad my granddad got it, otherwise he'd spend his whole day trying <laughs> to think. <laughs> I get a phone call in two days. Spinach. <laughs> 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 I've got it. <laughs> spinach. Well, um, Good old Joe. There's a very tenuous link there to <laughs> communicate him well. Um, well. I don't know, what, what do you guys think about the way that misconception of Christians share their faith by ramming it down people's throats, standing on street corners. Do you think there's anything effective about that or not? Or, I mean, I've I've never seen that work particularly successfully. I don't think. I think it was. It's quite. Um, my experience of it has always been quite standoffish. So, hmm. um, there was a guy where I grew up. There was a guy who used to be on the um, on a little pedestal thing in the town centre every Saturday, um, shouting about. Hellfire and Brimstone and all that sort of stuff. And then I used to get the train to school because I went to school in the next town. And uh, he used to get the train in the morning, mm-hmm. same time. And you never speak to anyone. Like he had all these, you know, a whole platform full of people who were getting on the train, like commuter hour and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he never like go and start a conversation with somebody or anything like that. And I think, I think that's the bit where it's, it doesn't quite add up. Is when it is something that you can do and like put on an act to do in the middle mm-hmm. of a town centre, but it doesn't relate to how you then talk to people as you go about your daily life. It's, it's, I think when we talk about sharing faith, it's about it being real. You don't want to yeah, yeah. you know, pretend. You want it to be a real, authentic, true to who you are, but also true to what you believe. And you know, There's nothing, no, nothing in the Bible that says you have to mm. stand on a street corner to do it. What actually is more talked about is making it become something that's part of your mm-hmm. just everyday conversation. I think the, the only similar experience... I used to go to Manchester quite often on Saturdays, and outside of the Arndale Centre every Saturday, there's always the same bloke with a big um, a microphone, a big speaker. And there was one Saturday when it was absolutely tipping it down, and he's still there. But he had his son, who was about ten years old, just mm. sat on the floor by the speaker, mm. um, I think holding a wire in the speaker, just apps getting soaked. And the only thing I thought about was not what stuff he was saying, yeah. which was also some strange Hellfire stuff, which yeah. is a bit dodgy. Yeah. But I just felt sorry for his son. He was sat outside in the rain yeah. for five Poor hours. Kid. Awkward. I mean, we've done like town centre evangelism type stuff. Mm. I mean, evangelism maybe is pushing it a little bit. I mean, me and Chris have, Chris have sung "Take That" <laughs> in the middle of Scarborough we High did. Street. We 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 not we sure how sexful sexful. <laughs> <laughs> it was not very sexual. I watched it. I'm not sure how successful evangelism that was. I think um, we did take that. No favours that day. <laughs> no favours <laughs> at all. I, I had a, a guy come to, when I was at uni, we did some stuff with the Christian Union. I, we had a guy come from America who's like this evangelist, evangelist guy, um, similar age to me, and he came to do this like week-long push for evangelism in the city, not even just the uni. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was really like showing it. So we were walking down the road and he was like, I don't want to miss any opportunity that comes my way. So every person that he saw in a packed Liverpool city centre, 
who's like jumped up. He was like, "By the way, Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you." It didn't want to miss mm. one person to tell him. And I just thought the people, the look people were giving him. I know where his intentions were. Yeah, yeah. I just thought, even in the Bible, you look at the example of Jesus, and he built relationships with people, and he was real with people. Yeah. If I challenge that guy now, the American guy, how many names could he name of the people that he spoke to on those days? Probably none. And I, th- I, th- I think there's a place for that sort of stuff. So there's loads of amazing stories about um, like people doing prayer on the streets or mm. healing on the streets. And there's like amazing miracle stories that happen from that. But again, that's not like about a hit and run type evangelism where you like shout from a pedestal and just expect people to convert on the spot. It's about a, that's more about you, you have a conversation with somebody, find out what's going on in their lives, find out who they are. And then into that, you can say, actually, I believe God wants to heal you. Or actually, I believe that mm. if we offer this to God in prayer, then something might happen or your life might be turned around or something like that. Yeah, I think you look at the journey of Jesus. Actually, his, I was going to say success stories. Mm. All of it's pretty successful. <laughs> <laughs> he did all right. <laughs> but actually, the stories about him being real personal with people, mm. like the one-to-one engagement he had with yeah, folk, yeah. were actually those are the examples of lives being changed. I think, yeah. I think mainly to the woman at the well, um, who Jesus waited there for. Mm. She knew he wanted to speak to her and actually completely turned her life around. There was no one there to see that. Yeah. And the only reason we know of that story is because of she going out and telling people. Yeah, yeah. And actually those really small, um, intimate moments where we look out for people, we care for people, we build a relationship with people. Yeah. I think that's how, I think that's Avengers 101. So in that then, so rather than we picked out a few negative ways that we think people might do it, um, as we said at the start of this discussion, like sharing a faith is a massive part of what it is to be a Christian. And because we believe this to be the most amazing thing in the whole world, it's a complete life changer. We want to do it's natural to want to share your faith. So what are some good ways do you think that we can do that? I don't know if you've got any experiences of when sharing your faith has gone well or anything like I'm that. Never a person to go out and I know some people do. I am never a person to go out and say the first thing about me is that I'm a Christian. Mm. I don't, I don't know why. I, I, I found it a bit nerve-wracking, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Like, even now, actually, I think building that really positive relationship with someone um, and then just dropping it in a really subtle way of, oh, I had a really good time at church this week, or I'm away with church this weekend, or something like that. And actually, those conversations then come through. And actually, if we treat people with respect, we treat them um, how we would want to, we treat them how Jesus would treat people, actually, they see something slightly different, mm. and they are inquisitive about what that is. And quite often people ask. And I think evangelism for me is being Jesus in those situations. Mm-hmm. Um, just really simply, whether that's just having a conversation with someone. Um, I think it's about being real and being relevant to what's going on in mm-hmm. people's lives. I think that's what we see from Jesus is, you know, he was talking about healing with people that needed physical healing, but also needed spiritual healing. And to, um, I'm particularly thinking about evangelism with young people, which is lots of what my job is about there. Lots of young people that I work with are people who are like put put down quite a lot, whether it's by teachers at school, by their own families, by their peers, whatever. So the last thing they want to hear is, uh, unless you turn to Jesus, you're going to hell. Because that's a similar sort yeah. of message they get from everyone else in their life. Yeah, yeah, Whereas yeah. actually what they need to hear is, like, um, God has created you and he wants to know you and he loves you. He loves you despite all the things that you think are wrong with you. Um, he loves you in spite of that and he offers you a chance at, uh, hope and freedom from shame and all that sort of stuff mm. and that's the message you want to put across and that's that's the sad thing i think mm. about those sort of s- the stereotype of our street preachers is it's always hellfire and brimstone it's always you're all sinners and you're all going to hell unless you do this 
And actually, for me, I think with a lot of people today, we need to start from the fact that actually these people are, are loved and they're of value and mm-hmm. God sees them as having worth. Um, and yes, they're sinners and they need, as we all are, and they need God's grace to transform their lives. But the starting point in that conversation, I think, is really important. Mm. In a world definitely that is so full of anxiety and stress yeah, yeah. Yeah. and pain, yeah. rather than starting with, you're in for more pain. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. We've got such hope and such peace yeah, yeah. to offer that we know God offers for free. Yeah. And like it with coronavirus, knowing God as being your friend when you're isolated from all your friends and mm. family is so important. Mm. Knowing God as your healer when you've got coronavirus is so important. And, and it's, it's about encouraging people to like contextualize God into what's going on for their, in their life. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, just very quickly before we wrap it up, cause it's, we've been going for a little while. Um, I just think it's sometimes it can feel really overwhelming to think of ways to share your faith yeah. and that it takes going out in the street and doing something really intimidating. But actually it's, when I look back at the people that I know have like come to faith, it's just been through the most simple of yeah, yeah. opportunities. So I think of my friend, um, I won't share his name, but he wasn't a Christian and I was mates with him all through primary school and through high school. And we went on this holiday camp and I said, oh, I just want to go into youth group on Friday. And he's like, yeah, sure, I'll come. And then since through doing that, he'd become a Christian and is on fire for God, which is amazing. And that that literally wasn't anything amazing that I did. It was just trying to yeah. come to youth group. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the same with like Sam, you've been really keen with like sharing, getting people to share the services and stuff on Facebook. Mm. Um, so many of our friends, have watched the services and it's yeah. great that it's so accessible to them i think that's it and it you can overcomplicate it was actually it's just you we all have a sphere of influence and it's about how we choose to use that sphere of influence we all have people who respect us and trust us and so what we're we going to do with that and I, i'd encourage people to use that influence to point people towards jesus boys i think that'll do it for today unless you've got any other amazing insights not particularly <laughs> Not today. You're going to leave all the inside had, somewhere else. Since you've had the marshmallows, you've gone quiet. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's sugar, sugar overload. <laughs> oh, man. Absolute sugar overload. In 10 minutes, you'll be like, oh, in the buzzing. <laughs> It'll take me two minutes to get home. Great. That's it for episode 17. Um, as always, we could do with your confession sending in, whether it's poo related or prank related or anything like that, whether you've hidden someone's wallet. <laughs> Want to admit to it. <laughs> you can also email us. Those stories at almightypodmail at gmail.com. You find us on Twitter at almighty underscore pod and on Facebook at facebook.com slash almightypod. Boys, thanks for chatting. I'll speak to you next week. See you later. Bye. Bye.